Her Sports AAL Rugby Show, brought to you by Energia. Think of the possibilities. Hello and welcome to this episode of Her Sports AAL Rugby Show, brought to you by Energia. Think of the possibilities. You can catch up on this episode and every episode in the series on YouTube and our social channels or listen to the podcast on every podcast app. Get involved in the conversation with us on Instagram and Twitter using the hashtag, hashtag HerSportAIL. I'm once again joined in studio by my co-host Hannah Tyrrell. Hannah, before we get into where the league table stands, one of the major talking points was obviously the debut of Baven Parsons. Three tries in the first half, two in the second half. So just the five tries for her on her debut. What did you make of her performance? Yeah, look, um, I think everybody or nearly everybody uh, has seen the, the highlights so far and we're going to have a little look at them. But, you know, it's just incredible to have players like Baden Parsons um, taking part in, in the Energy AAL League. And it's players like her and other internationals who really raise the standard. And, mm -hmm. you know, she is just such a talent. Um, and it's incredible to think that it's her debut for BlackRock in the Energy AAL, considering she's played for Ireland uh, so many times already. And... Yeah, look, five tries is phenomenal. Um, you know, sometimes with wingers in particular, they maybe get on the end of tries and they're great team tries. But as we'll see in, in some of these clips, you know, uh, some of these tries she scored are all individual solo efforts. And um, yeah, we're just very, very lucky to be able to witness a player of her calibre. Mm -hmm. I still think the best is yet to come with her. She's still so young. And I think a lot of people forget that, you know, forget how young she is. And she's still developing and still learning the game. But Black Rock have a gem on their hands and, um, you know, she's a danger for any team that, that comes up against her. And she was obviously released to play this game. So people maybe who are watching or listening might not know what that actually means. She obviously wasn't sitting on this bench the whole time, <laughs> just asking to be put on. So can you just explain, like, why was this her debut? Um, yeah, so this her, uh, you know, this was round four of games for the first time that they've been, and, and many of the other um, Irish sevens players have been released so far so Irish sevens players are contracted players uh, it being part of um, an Olympic sport mm -hmm. and so their main job I suppose is to uh, train and play on the World Series for the Irish sevens team and because that is such a demanding job but also they play tournaments very very frequently and they often clash with the club side of the game and so they don't get to play in the energy at AIL as much so there is a little bit of a break uh, since the World Cup has happened that's why they obviously weren't playing the first couple of rounds because they were taking part in South Africa in the World Cup and there's a little bit of a break till uh, Dubai starts um, in early December so the players have been given a couple of weeks to go back and play and train with their clubs and the 15 side of things and I think it's excellent um, to have them as I said I think they raise the standards and you know we saw not just what Baven could do last weekend but the likes of Amy Lee, Murphy Crow and Eve Higgins um, were playing with Railway, Aaron mm -hmm. King was playing with Old Belvedere so and there's a, a couple of others around the place but um, yeah they're great for the league Um, it's great for Ireland to get them playing as much as possible whether that's um. Club rugby sevens or fifteens, and uh, yeah, I look forward to watching them again now in this weekend's round of games. And do you think it had a big effect on scores and the league? Obviously, Baven, as we'll see with her tries, she put five tries on the board. So, how does it affect the actual table? Yeah, well, look, obviously, you have a player like Baven Parsons mm -hmm. in your team; she's definitely going to make a big impact for you, and that's what you want your Irish internationals to do—to come in and make a difference. And 
and kind of be those leaders, you know, whether that's vocally or actually physically uh, with your performances on the pitch. But they just, by coming in themselves, they have so much knowledge of the game from all the training that they're doing themselves, you know, and they're getting top level coaching. So not only are they bringing their physical ability in, but they're bringing all that knowledge. They're giving these confidence boosts to uh, all their club teams. And then, you know, their performances on the pitch lead to, uh, in most cases, uh, the right outcome for their team and, and that's obviously going to impact results and then standings and you know BlackRock I'm sure we're very grateful to have her and Megan Burns as well who was back for them um, playing this weekend and, and it's given them a nice timely boost. Mm -hmm. And we'll have a look then at Bavens tries from the weekend. So just looking uh, from a defensive point of view we can't actually see Baven within the screen but this is a Galwegian's um, scrum and they chose to kick and unfortunately wasn't quite executed Megan Burns reading the play really well and Baven playing winger just is able to pick up that loose ball against a scramble defense now from Galwegians and she just used her incredible footwork and, and that handoff that we know about so well to beat those two players and it's her explosiveness and her pace that gets her over the line and you know I think she beats you, you barely see it it happens so mm -hmm. quick but she beats five or six players in quick succession there um, as I said, the kick chase wasn't brilliant. The kick itself, I know Nicole Fowley wouldn't be too happy with that, but it's incredible, and to get that score under the post is huge. And again, here we see a, um, a clearance from Nicole Fowley. Pretty good on this stage, but again, Blackrock are ready for it and set up, and Maven Burns again makes herself available. Baven pops up in midfield, and this is just pure pace and power. She outruns three or four players and has the ability to use footwork to get around the sweeper Mairead Coyne, you know, in Ireland, a former Ireland international herself and manages to, to dot down for her team and two clearances and, you know, kicking teams will have to be very, very wary of Baven in the backfield for that one. So here we see a dominant uh, Blackrock scrum. Doesn't quite go to plan though once the ball comes out, but Blackrock managed to keep it alive and and Yvrine carries up really, really strongly. And we already know Megan Burns come off her wing there. and Beautiful skip pass out to Baven. Probably the easiest try she's scored mm -hmm. in this lot. But again, still has a bit of work to do to beat the sweeper on the edge and that infamous handoff. And this is their hat trick before half time. As I said, incredible to have. And Baven Parsons, yesterday we had International Day of the Girl. Baven Parsons is one of those people that girls look up to. They really. She'll be a role model for years to come, and as you said there, she is still so young as well. Absolutely, like, you know, Baden Parsons is one of those players that doesn't come around too often. As I said, I don't think we've seen the best of her yet, and, you know, she's scoring tries for fun here, you know, and, mm -hmm. and as I said, they're not just, um, she's on the end of a team try. Um, the first two tries she scored the weekend were incredible solo tries, and showing off her skill, her pace, her footwork, her handoff, which I know she's really been working on a little bit um, and as I said wouldn't you love her in your team mm -hmm. and love her to have her as a teammate <laughs> to have her as an opponent and her first match but yet she's already on that point scoreboard can you tell us what that looks like at the moment yeah so one game in five mm -hmm. tries and Baven's gone straight to um, the top of the leaderboard joint uh, leaderboard with Leisha McGonagall of Galwegians and also Carmen Rodreira of, um, of Railway Union as well but Look, five tries in one game, you know, you're always going to be up there, but mm -hmm. uh, let's hope that she'll be released to play a lot more games throughout the league because she's such an exciting player and such a fun player to watch. Mm -hmm. We know that she's going to make things happen. And now I suppose to get into the important part, the actual results, we've seen there 
BlackRock. So we'll start with them. 36 win over 19 points, though. Do you think it was going to be more? We talked about this in the last show that um, BlackRock hadn't been massively challenged so far and they weren't really a con massively convincing winners um, as we may have seen them in the past. And uh, Galwegians had been a team really on the up and playing mm -hmm. really good rugby. And so we knew that this was going to be a, a really, really good battle to see, you know, were BlackRock the same team as last year? Were they better? Um, and whether Galwegians would be able to be up to the challenge. I did think BlackRock would win, but um, I'm not surprised that Galwegians gave mm -hmm. them a, a bit of a scare in some ways. You know, I think BlackRock would be very grateful they had Bavin back because she scored five. Yeah, because when tries. you think about it, BlackRock on that day without Bavin, obviously, of course, other tries could have been scored, but she made up 25 of their points. So Galwegians really did put it to them. Yeah, absolutely. Like, look, Galwegians, as we said, they've been high flying. Mm -hmm. um, at one point in this game, we saw it was 14 points apiece. So. You know, it wasn't a one-sided or an easy game for uh, Black Rock. You know, they scored six tries. Bavin got five of them. Galwegians really went for it. They have the top point scorer in the league in Nicole Fowley. They uh, went to her boot a couple of times. She scored a couple of penalties over the course of the game, and they got two tries themselves. They also have a joint top scorer in Leisha McGonagall. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're a team to be reckoned with, and I think Black Rock will just be happy that they, they came out of it with a, a bonus point win in the end. Mm -hmm. And then Ballincollig and Wicklow, a draw result there. Were you surprised at it? Um, yes and no, I suppose. I did think Wicklow might scrape through considering Ballincollig, unfortunately, have been a little bit uh, weaker than I thought they would have been mm -hmm. this year. But I did speak about how Fee Hayes would have been really gearing up her side um, to try and get something out of this game. And uh, this was a huge opportunity for them to get some points on the board uh, a draw result you don't see too often mm -hmm. in rugby, but uh, two tries apiece from both teams. I think Ballincollig would be happier with their performances. Heather Kennedy and Michelle O'Driscoll getting the tries for them. And, you know, um, they'll just be happy to, to get some points on the board. I think Wicklow will feel like they left this one behind them. Mm -hmm. The last round, uh, you know, they really put it up to UL Bowes, who haven't been um, the high flyers, really, that we've seen in the past. And... They lost out to them marginally the last game. I really thought they'd come into this with a lot more confidence and, and kind of blow Ballincollig away. But um, again, they'll be have to get some points on the board, but they'll feel like it was points dropped in, in their mm -hmm. case. And then two, I suppose, more high scoreboards differences in it. We had Belvo, lucky for you, with a high scoreboard over Cook, 65-0. We don't like to see it, but why do you think it happened here? Yeah, look, um, Belvedere are, are doing really, really well this year. Mm -hmm. You know, they're top of the table for a reason. They've uh, played four games, won four games. You can't really uh, ask for much more from them. Unfortunately, Cook just weren't up to the standard. They weren't ready for the pace or the intensity of Old Belvedere. And Old Belvedere are really, really strong across the park. You know, they're not just relying on one or two players here and there. In every position, they're really, really strong. And we talked about their, their youth um, in the last game and... Again, this this weekend, their youth really stepped up and we had the, the likes of Emma Tilly, Aoife Dalton, Aaron King, released from the Sevens programme, all getting on the score sheet. Mm -hmm. um, Aoife Whelan doing really well for them there at, at nine. And then they're, they're like planted in there is Jenny Murphy, Dervlin Nicovard, with plenty of experience. And Tanya Rosser and Johnny Garth have, have them playing some great rugby. Um, and it's great to see. And I just can't wait for the big clashes against the likes of Railway against the likes of Black Rock and um, to you know really see where they're at and see who comes out on top 
for Cook, unfortunately, things just aren't going their way, and mm-hmm. they wouldn't have targeted this game as a game that um you know they were looking to get points out of. I'm sure they were looking for a much better display than what they gave, but they'll be looking at other games like the Ballancolly game, the Wicklow game, and maybe even the UL Bowls game to to try and get some uh, points on the board and. And move up the table a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then Railway and Setonians, 78-5. So Setonians at least got some points on the board there. But what did you make of that match? Yeah, look, Setonians actually scored first. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for a little minute there you go, oh, is, is there a shock on the cards? Yeah. But uh, maybe Railway just were a little bit slow starters um, and kind of got caught ball watching a little bit. But they came firing at the blocks and, um, you know, some incredible scores. Uh, from them over the course of the weekend. As I mentioned, they do have joint top try scorer Carmen Rodrera there from Spain. Um, she's playing six for them at the minute, but she has incredible pace uh, for her position. She scored a couple of tries the weekend, um, so she's top try, joint top try scorer with five points. They also had the returning um, Eve Higgins, Katie Heffernan, and uh, Amy Lee Murphy Crow mm-hmm. coming into their back line. Uh, Amy Lee Murphy Crow showed all her pace and power to score a couple of tries over the weekend. Um, incredible, incredible player to have on their team. She was the top try scorer in the uh, World Series in the in the Seven Series last year, and um, which is an incredible feat in itself. So t- for Railway to be able to have her, Eve Higgins, Katie Heffernan coming back along with the likes of I know she's injured at the minute, but Anna McGann and that to come in, mm-hmm. they were missing. Stacey Flood, they're missing Nikki Cahey, they were missing um, Aoife Doyle. So the strength and depth in, in their squad is incredible at the minute. Mm-hmm. And then with all that in mind, just talk us through then what the table looks like. Belvo are obviously still there at the top. I'll try and hide my delight from that one. But yeah, look, as I said, Belvo have really been the, the pace setters at the minute. Um, four from four, you know, mm-hmm. they're scoring tries for fun. Their defence looks fairly resolute and, you know, haven't given up too many tries and it's up to the chasing back to try and, and, and um, catch up to them, I suppose. Black Rock and Railway are right behind them. Obviously, they've played uh, one game less. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see, as we said, when those two uh, teams meet Belvedere, who comes out on the right side of it. But, yeah, it, it's, it's all up in the air. It's wide open at the minute mm-hmm. uh, between those three teams. So... We'll be looking later on the rounds and and that will really shape the table for us. Yeah, and that's the interesting thing about the way the matches have worked out is every week it's kind of getting a bit different. Some matches you kind of know who might win and then others you've no idea until until it gets closer to that final. And I suppose that's the beauty of sport. Like you look at Galwegians probably never really in the mix Mm -hmm. um, or competing massively last year and they would have been disappointed with their performances whereas this year they're one of the teams that have improved the most and are really putting it up to the usual, say, or last year's top four. And that's what you want to see. And the likes of Black Rock aren't getting it all the wrong way. Railway still dominating. Old Belvedere probably weren't too happy with their um, performances in some games last year, but they're, they're really stepping up now. And that's what you want. You want a competitive league. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to see too many one-sided scores. So I'm really hoping as the years progress in the energy AIL that... Uh, all these teams really start to develop youth and systems coming through so that we have a more competitive league and we don't see, you know, what whitewashes and washouts mm-hmm. in, in each game. And Galwegians, they were obviously unfortunate to have dropped slightly their position in the leaderboard. But we're actually going to have a bit of a, I suppose, a deep dive into something they did quite well on the day, 
which was their line outs. For those of you listening to this episode, you can catch the highlights that we'll be discussing on our YouTube or have a look online at the highlights from the games, all of course brought to you by Energia. So Galwegians, they had their lineouts. We saw, I suppose, some classic moves like dummy jumps, their mulls. But I think what people forget is they're going up against a defensive lineout that's quite strong. The likes of Laura Feely's in there, Emma Hooban, Emer Kari, and yet they still managed to win most of their lineouts and get that ball out to their back line. Yeah, look, I think while Galwegians would be disappointed uh, that they didn't win the game mm -hmm. uh, at the weekend, as most teams would be, you know, I think they'd be very pleased with some of the performances that they've done. They really put Black Rock on the back foot at times. Mm -hmm. They played a really nice territory game. They probably want to clean up a little bit of their uh, kicking, particularly if they're kicking to Babe and Parsons. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they, they did try and play territory game and, and use their skills to their advantage with Nicole Fowley there. But, yeah, their line-out was really impressive, um, you know, and I thought they did quite well. Their tries came out from that. You know, they were on their five-metre line and um, they played a nice little ball to the front and then a one-two with the uh, back to the hooker to score in the corner mm -hmm. um, to even it up, which is really nice. Molly Walsh getting on the end of that and... They, they'll just be looking at uh, how they can tweak their game a little bit, but taking confidence from their line out, from their set piece, and, and then trying to improve on little things from there. Mm -hmm. But uh, as I said, been really impressed with Galwegians. Um, you know, they'll be really looking to improve their game and, and squeak into that top four. And another aspect that we noticed was quite good as well, railway set piece. Just talk us through that. How did they do so well with it? Look, I just think uh, railway in general played a fantastic game, mm -hmm. uh, as I said. Um, Suetonian scored first and unfortunately Suetonian's ill-discipline throughout the game cost them. They end up having two yellow cards which, um, you know, against a team with the quality and calibre and depth that Railway have, they, they're always going to hurt you and punish you on that. But if you're to look at the Railway backline, it's a backline full of internationals. Um, you know, with the returning Kater Hef Katie Heffernan at 15, they had uh, Amy Lee Murphy-Crow, they had Neve Byrne, their captain at centre, who I think is an extremely promising player. Uh, she's been called, she's an Irish sevens international, and she's been capped, sorry, she's been called into uh, the 15 squad recently, hasn't been capped yet, but I, I definitely think uh, she's worth having a look at. Eve Higgins came in there at um, 12. They had Elsa Hughes at nine. Um, you know, they're just an incredible team, and the depth they have, as I mentioned, they have uh, still have the likes of Aoife Doyle to come back in there. Mm -hmm. Nikki Cawhey uh, at the minute out injured. Stacey Flood um, hasn't been released from sevens. Again, don't know if that's an injury issue or whatever else. But like to have the calibre of these players uh, to come in is incredible. And then even in the wider squad in general, they have the likes of Lindsay Peet, uh, Chloe Blackmore, um, Aoife McDermott, I mentioned Carmen Madreira, Anna McGann's injured at the minute, like Claire Bowles, another international. They're just stacked, Cater Dwyer. Mm -hmm. Like, I could, I Even could continue as, to name as, as you're saying this, though, you can imagine as a player on the opposite team, <laughs> the team sheet comes out, and what are you thinking knowing you're playing a game of defence, really, for this 80 minutes? Yeah, look, and, and I suppose, like, with all those players, like, if I meant uh, that back line I mentioned, like, mm -hmm. I didn't even mention Molly Scuffle McCabe, yeah. also started mm -hmm. there, like, Leah Tarpey played her first game for a while, a very recent uh, Ireland international, and, like, it's incredible to have that strength and depth there, but what, what they also bring by being um, teammates at, at, at an international level is, is that understanding of playing with each other and how each player likes to play, you know, that trust is there in terms of defence and everything else. And 
it's very daunting lining up on the opposite side and um, knowing you have to defend against an all international backline. Mm-hmm. You know that are well able to play. They're all well able to pass, tackle. You know, rook, whatever. And You're not going to get a soft shoulder no, off any of them. No, you know, and, and you know that every play is going to mm-hmm. be difficult. And and every game that they go out there, they obviously want to do really well for their club. But in the back of their mind, they also want to show that they're good enough to get that Irish jersey back and. Mm-hmm. That it's a very daunting thing and as I said they have that chemistry together from playing with Ireland they have that trust in each other they know exactly how they like to play and it's why their set piece is so strong they have a really strong base they scored four tries at the weekend from scrum alone knowing they have a really good base from the likes of Lindsay P, Chloe Blackmore and Aoife McDermott in there in the, in the tie five and then when it gets out to the back line, you've you've just star quality out there. Like mm-hmm. it's it's incredible. So that's why I'm really excited to see some of the matchups when we see the likes of uh, Railway against Old Belvedere or Railway against Black Rock or Belvedere against Black Rock because the back lines in particular will have some star star players that'll have to come up against each other and that's where you really see the top top tier players stand out. Mm-hmm. And looking ahead then to next week a game, I think we'll like prove very interesting old belvo and galwegians what do you think that will turn out like well again look as we said old belvo they're the current leaders at the minute they're high flying uh, they have a great blend of youth and and um experience there and galwegians are the most improved team we've seen so far so galwegian be able to prove a point again mm-hmm. that you know their start hasn't been a fluke and that they're well able to to mix it with the the top teams and Although they'll be looking to just stay on top and make it five from five and their home game, you know, so uh, that'll be a really interesting one to see. So I'm really looking forward to that. I think Old Belvedere might just nick it, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't surprise me if Galwegian's got an upset. And given the amount of names you've just called out, <laughs> the next match, Cook and Railway, it might be a hard one then for Cook, you'd imagine. Yeah, I think it's going to be a difficult weekend mm-hmm. again for Cook, which is unfortunate because you don't like to see teams, mm-hmm. you know, each week going out knowing that potentially they're not going to win it. Mm-hmm. But what I do like about Cook is that regardless of the result, they do keep fighting for mm-hmm. the 80 minutes and they won't give Railway anything easy, but look, with the quality that Railway have, um, it, it should be an easy enough or a relatively easy win for them mm-hmm. and then you old bows and black rock what do you think will happen there um i hate to say it but i haven't been as impressed by ul bows as i've seen them in the past so um you know what black, black rock haven't been at their absolute best black rock will still have the likes of enya breen and baven parsons and megan burns in their back line um, and considering the way ul bows have played black rock should tear them apart but if you Bows play a very, very clever game, particularly with their territory, and just be careful of kicking into the backfield, um, they should do all right. They are the home team. They'd be looking for a huge improvement since their last game, so we'll, we'll see how they go. They've had an extra week now to try and recuperate mm-hmm. and fix a few mistakes that's been going on. And then two teams who I think will both be really wanting the win here, Wicklow and Setonians. Who do you think is going to get it on the day? Again, Wicklow, as I said, will be disappointed from their draw last week. There's some quality players as the Roberts sisters and mm-hmm. even the drummer hopefully will be back for them. But, um, <coughs> excuse me, I still think Setonians are playing a really, really nice brand of rugby, that offloading game, that high-tempo game. And they have some quality players in there again. Uh, with the seventh players released, Kate Farron the Cave should be playing for them at the weekend. Uh, Shannon Tui also is playing with them. Mary Healy all um, in and around the Irish setup. So... Uh, Setonian should should win this, but you never know. You know, Wicklow could make their home t- home ground a fortress, and uh, they might sneak the win. 
for this weekend then what game do you think is going to be the most interesting one to watch if pe people on saturday are thinking which one to go to what would you advise i would go and i'm not just being biased <laughs> i would go old belvedere and Galwegians just mm -hmm. because of old belvedere playing really nice rugby they've some really great young players and um, i've been really impressed with the likes of obviously dana o'brien and um, second in the the point scoring chart for kicking's been incredible but the likes of Emma Tilly's been a great young player uh, for them. Aoife Dalton, Aaron King is around, a great little back row to have. So, uh, all Belvedere against Galwegians, you know, it might be a battle of the kickers with Nicole Fowley and Dan O'Brien there. But, um, yeah, I think that's the pick of the games for the weekend. For the weekend. Well, we'll leave it there then. Thank you for tuning in to the third episode of Her Sports AIL Rugby Show, brought to you in association with Energia, Think of the Possibilities. A reminder that you can catch up on this episode and every episode in the series on YouTube and our social channels or listen to the podcast on every podcast app. Keep involved in the conversation and we'll see you in the next episode. Her Sports AAL Rugby Show, brought to you by Energia. Think of the possibilities.